Much like the Arizona Diamondbacks, our stuff isn't working. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another edition of the PHNX D-backs postgame show right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montilla. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX, and I'm joined by my vice mayor, my friend, my co-host in this thing we call sadness. It's the one and only Jesse Friedman. I was a little, uh, little disappointing, Derek. I, uh, I think, I think we were hoping <laughs> we wouldn't little. see a a position player on the mound in the fourth game of the season. That's not exactly what I no. think any Diamondbacks fans had envisioned <laughs> for this weekend. It's never a good sign, Jesse. But of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and get down on the NBA playoffs action by betting on the play-in tournament with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. Let's talk about it, Jesse. Uh, Caleb Smith had a very, very bad day today for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and he is the guy that... Tori Lavolo seemed to overwhelmingly feel like was their fifth starter for this rotation. Yeah, they had a lot of faith in in Caleb Smith, and and Tori Lavolo seemed very confident uh, going to him in the rotation to start the season. Um, somewhat of a similar story last year, where uh, he wound up in the starting rotation and was very very bad against the Padres in his first outing last year that resulted in Caleb Smith being removed immediately from the starting rotation and being moved into the bullpen. So um, it remains to be seen what exactly the Diamondbacks plans are, but given that Corbin Martin was pretty good today out of the bullpen, I don't think it's out of the question that the Diamondbacks might have him take the start uh, when this spot comes up next in the rotation. So I'm sure Tori will be asked about that after the game and uh, we'll have to, we'll have to see what he says. I think the thing here is that the Diamondbacks didn't really have a definitive uh, fifth starter, right? We talked about a lot of the the competition in camp for that. But yeah, Caleb Smith honestly seemed to run away with it, at least in Tori Lobolo's mind. He seemed very convinced that Caleb Smith was their guy. This is one start, right? It's kind of like what we've yeah. seen from a couple of guys on this team there's a lot of nerves. There's a lot of, uh, as, as it was told to me, old wounds, you know, still healing for some of these guys and just in regards to their confidence and their ability to believe in themselves. But yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. We're in a position now where, uh, you know, I, I don't know how long Caleb Smith has as far as a starter, if he can't get things back on track. And I'm not saying that he needs to be lights out, but, uh, where he was at today, uh, it, and, and talk about it, a tale of two different innings. The first inning, he looked so sharp. He was great. Yeah. The second <laughs> inning, everything just fell apart. Yeah, it was uh, it was very much a, a very abrupt change there for him. And uh, yeah, it seemed like some of his past issues seemed to uh, creep back up a little bit. Uh, I know Brent Strom came out in the middle of the inning uh, and visited with him. To, uh, Steve Berthume on the broadcast had been talking about how a big issue for Caleb Smith last season was pitches sailing up and away uh, arm side from right-handed hitters. And that seemed to happen again in the game today where he was just missing over and over again. Um, and yeah, it started with, it started with an error. It started with uh Cattell Marte misplaying a ball at second base, which unfortunately has become a bit of a trend. Uh, yeah. Cattell has really been pretty brutal at second base to, to start the season. And then, you know, a couple walks and, and a blast later, and, you know, it's already a 4 nothing game. This is similar to what happened yesterday 
when Christian Walker was unable to turn that double play. It yeah, right. Instantly, like after that, it wasn't just the fact that Cattell Marte made that error. It was like once Marte made that error, it was like the like the error was let out of the defensive balloon for the entire yeah. team at that point. And not and and again, not just on defense. Then it carried over to their bats. They looked very solemn. They looked very like sad right away. And I I get it. It's a big deficit, right? But if you look at the overall big picture of how this game ended, if the if the team would have been able to hold the the Padres to just those five runs. And I know that's a big if, but if the bullpen and the relievers could have come in and at least mopped up the mess and held the Padres to five, we might still be watching baseball right now in extra innings. That's that's fair. Yeah. Cooper Hummel with a big three run home run. I know we'll, we'll talk about. Yeah, he was, that was, that was a fun, at least a, you know, a high note to end a very, very rough game and a pretty rough series on. So it was good to see, uh, not only him, but Jake McCarthy get his first hit. Drew Ellis got his first hit of the season as well. Yeah. So like some McCarthy good things at the, yeah, yeah. Some good things at the end of the game to take away from this one. By the way, when I say I like players, typically what that means now is that they were nice to me. That's pretty much all that. Means. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't even mean uh, you can't judge how good they're going to be as a player based on me saying that, because it really is just who's nice to me. But Brandon Buckingham right. brings up a great point. And he says only one starting pitcher went five innings this weekend. Not good. What's what what I'll what, what I'll go ahead and say on top of that is that the one starting pitcher that did go five innings this weekend was the one guy we fucking didn't think was going to go five innings at all. We thought he was going to have the shortest outing of all. And that's Zach Davies based on the fact that he, yeah. he, he wasn't much behind the other starting pitchers, but he was just like a few days behind a start behind based on the trade and coming in Arizona and everything uh, that occurred with him during the spring training season, uh, you know, and he was actually pretty damn good for this team. So, you know, at, at this point, the Diamondbacks really need to assess uh, who, who they can count on. I think both in the bullpen and on the mound as, as a starting pitcher, uh, but also, let let us as the fans be reactionary. I think the Diamondbacks need to take some more time before being too reactionary. I don't know if removing yeah. Caleb Smith from the starting rotation right away is the best yeah. idea. I don't think that that's good for his psyche. I don't think it's good for the team. But I'm also not giving him five starts like this. Right, right. I think that's that's a totally fair, a totally fair point. And I I suspect knowing what we know about Tory, that's probably what he'll do. Uh, last season, it was pretty surprising to see him nix uh, Caleb Smith in rotation after just the one start. But it feels this year like the Diamondbacks were um, were just very committed to him in this spot and really felt like he earned this spot out of the gate. And if you're saying those kinds of things, it just seems. It seems weird to, you know, immediately pull the plug after one bad outing. Sure. And which, which admittedly, it was a it was a very bad outing. I mean, it was it was brutal. Caleb was just all over the place in, in that second inning. And the Diamondbacks really had no choice but to get him out of the game because he just couldn't throw strikes. And, and when he was throwing strikes, you know, they were there were sliders right down the middle and, and they were getting hit really hard. So it was a really bad outing. But I think you're right that, that the Diamondbacks will probably keep him in the rotation for now. Uh, knowing that Corbin Martin and, and what we saw from him today, you know, he might have an opportunity sooner than later as well. 
Motion says in our comments, good thing the series is finally over. And I want to say something yeah. about that really fast because it was kind of like this game. I got very excited, even though I'm not big on getting excited when players get injured. But when Snell went down, it was kind of an opportunity like, hey, all right. Yeah, this is, this we is got a this. good chance yeah. for the D-backs to pounce on their relief relievers on their bullpen. The fucking Padres relief relievers are incredible. That you had one guy out here throwing 99 at will. Uh, and I mean, I, I think was there were excited. multiple guys throwing 99. Multiple guys throwing 99. I was excited about one guy in our bullpen, Corbin Martin, being able to hit 97. Like that, yeah. was, that was a big moment for me. That just goes <laughs> to show the difference between these yeah. pitching staffs it, because it's not just the, the starters for the Padres, it's their bullpen. They're very good. You have to give credit where credit is due. And, you know, honestly, that's one of those situations where, like, I, I'm, I just want to see them play another team, right? Yeah. Let, 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 us, let us get through the road trip with New York and D.C. after playing the Astros, which are still a very good team, but it's the Astros, yeah. and they've, they've kind of lost some key pieces. The Mets are very, very good, and the Nationals aren't. So I think that we should reserve judgment until the end of the Nationals, and then we can reassess how – truly bad we think this team is i mm. i think the padres again deserve the credit of being pretty damn good in the series against the yeah. diamondbacks but you know the diamondbacks may have helped them look very good in this series I, today they had lots yeah. of walks they were being patient it just wasn't translating over into runs or or any kind of you know real danger that they could put the padres in at times until late in the game until basically the ninth right. inning where they scored the majority of their runs and made this look like a much closer game than it really was. I want to go back and touch on the the beginning of this game. You mentioned Blake Snell uh suddenly being scratched um from uh from the start for the for the Padres and that was a big surprise. Uh it did not seem like the Diamondbacks had any notice in advance that that was going to happen. I believe he went out and threw his warm-up tosses and then yeah. um apparently it just didn't it, it wasn't meant to be and and they decided to go uh, to a guy out of the bullpen instead. And the Diamondbacks were were noticeably not happy about that from what we've heard uh, from the ballpark. Nick Picoro tweeted that the Diamondbacks bench and I believe Tori Lovello himself were not pleased with that, which is fair. The Diamondbacks crafted their lineup to face a tough lefty. And instead of getting a tough lefty, uh, you know, they wound up with a righty out of the bullpen. And, and it yeah. was um, obviously the Diamondbacks have a, a big problem against lefties. So maybe you feel like that, that would be a good thing for them. But on the other hand, the way that they constructed their lineup was very, very different than the way that they would have constructed it had a righty been on the mound. So they were noticeably not happy about that from the beginning. Um, and I'll be curious funny to see what because the story has to say. I'm sure the Padres weren't happy about Blake Snell, one of their, you know, top acquisitions and, and you know, keys to sure. this team beating the Dodgers in the NL West going down with tightness in his left ad adductor. But it's like, right. I mean, this is an injury that he's experienced before and this guy's very important to what they're doing. So like, I get it though. I mean, it's, it's yeah. baseball is one of those sports where you kind of prepare in a certain way for a certain lineup for a certain matchup. And yeah, uh, things got screwed up there for the diamondbacks. I just don't know if that's why they went out there and, and had yet another poor, 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 poor performance offensively right yeah it's um, not really a valid excuse for the kind of not, offensive performance that they had for as many innings as they did it's just it's yeah not, they didn't they didn't hit well today and that's the that's the end of the story there
that's the truth. So, uh, again, uh, as, as I've instructed people to do, um, you know, go check out our partner OG's brands for days like this because OG's will help you get over the losses. Uh, OG's is one of Arizona's first original scratch-made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavors life's journeys. And that's their motto. It's flavoring life. It's what it's all about. You can get tropical with their tropical fruit flavors, including guava, strawberry kiwi, raspberry orange, and pina colada. The pina colada, Jesse, oh, it's really good. And it's funny because uh, one of our guys, Sean DePaz, uh, loves the gummies uh, but he can't take them with thc in it much like understandably a lot of people can and he really just wants a bag of their gummies without thc in it because they're just so delicious uh they're light they're flavorful they're yummy uh and of course you can go to o-g-e-e-z brands.com to find out more information on where you can get ogs near you that's ogs brands.com um and yeah go try their amazingly delicious variety of flavors and uh, I got some right here, Jesse, and that's probably what I'm going to do once we're done um, lamenting about the Arizona Diamondbacks, because obviously the Diamondbacks have yet. Uh, yeah. And, and I get there's there was a lot of comments in our on our on our Twitter about like, what did you expect? And, you know, all of this. Kind right. Of stuff. They're going to win less than fewer games this year than they did last year. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> I, I'm. I'm not disagreeing with a lot of that. And but I'm also saying yeah. it's, it's a bit much early on. I, I think that they are they're gonna it's gonna be a slow start i think they really need to get over um as as it's been put some old issues that they've had and believe in themselves a little bit more mark Slayer in our comments says though all i'm saying is since that girl kissed Derek, we have lost <laughs> i don't like the way the the direction is going uh, i was not at the stadium today and it was one of their worst losses so i'm not i'm not taking this i'm not taking this uh and i'm not blaming any of this on me I'm not taking this abuse in any way but uh i will say that it was good to see uh, some of the guys get on board. Christian Walker had a home run. Most importantly, later on, uh, our guy Cooper Hummel had his first major league hit, and it was a home run, and that's pretty special. Uh, it's exciting to see somebody like that. It's just, again, he's one of those guys I say I like him, but he's got a great attitude. He's just a, a great kid. and uh, He takes he his walk. Of- that's, for, that's for sure. What's that? He takes his walks. He had a lot of very yeah. patient at well, bats before before hitting that home run at the end of the game. And the and the Diamondbacks as a whole have been working towards being more patient at the plate and trying to elevate that the the number of pitches they're seeing. In fact, that was one of their worst traits last season at the dish was they were one of the one of the worst teams in the league for a number of pitches seen in each at bat. And now already at this point of this season, they're average, right? So it's baby steps in the right direction. It's learning from these coaches. And, you know, again, the gamble here was that the coaches that they hired could make the team better. So far, we haven't seen, you know, we, we, we saw the acquisitions and Ian Kennedy and Mark Melanson not be able to hold a runless inning and do their job. So the acquisitions haven't worked out. And we haven't really seen a lot of, the coaching translate onto a better performance onto the field. It just doesn't happen instantly. These coaches haven't had a lot of times with these time with these guys, yeah. whereas other teams have, you know, uh, I think a, a question about the Padres were, why were their starters able to go longer? Why they let's just say it as a whole, the Padres seem better prepared right now than the diamondbacks are. Obviously they're a more talented team. We know they have bigger names. We know they have bigger arms, but, 
more than that, because the Diamondbacks honestly did a pretty good job of hanging with them. It was just how prepared they were, and it was the mistakes that the Diamondbacks made versus the lack of mistakes on the Padres' side. It was the starting pitching's ability to go further, except in this game. And even in this game, Chris Chris Matt is was nasty, and he was able to last a pretty decent amount of time. So was Corbin Martin, though. Corbin Martin almost went, I think, uh, 80 pitches for the Diamondbacks. So, you know, again, yeah. another guy that came in in relief and a long relief situation and, and did a great, great job. Yeah, Corbin Martin, four innings, two hits, three runs, one earned run, two walks, five strikeouts. Overall, I thought he pitched pretty well. Um, it it definitely wasn't the kind of outing that was like, oh my gosh, there's no way Caleb Smith is making his next start because Corbin Martin was so dominant that, you know, he certainly has to get that that spot the next time around. But he certainly showed, you know, what he could do and he, he pitched a pretty a pretty good game. I thought his command was a little bit shaky at times. Uh, it seemed like his fastball command was a, a little bit inconsistent in this one. Um, but nonetheless, uh, you know, a pretty decent showing for a guy who could be a factor for the Diamondbacks moving forward. Corbin Martin's a guy we've been talking about for a long time, uh, ever since they uh, they got him in the Zach Greinke trade. And uh, it's fun to finally see him on the mound, as you said earlier, throwing 97 miles an hour and, and giving us something to be excited about. I can't I was. I was literally breaking down film for my dogs and my wife, Jesse, during the <laughs> strikeout of Manny Machado. That was, that was in the bat. Uh, yeah. It was just such a sweet three pitch sequence. The way that he threw the 95 mile an hour strike high in the zone. My, my big question well, if Machado laid off. It might've been a ball, but it was up there. It was close. Then he comes back with a 90 mile per hour slider that, that cuts in, uh, you know, towards Machado. And then he throws the, 97 mile per hour fastball out of the zone that Machado can't reach. But like that slider set up that 97 mile per hour fastball so nicely. And I was just, I was losing my shit because again, this Corbin Martin, this is the guy that we've been wanting to see. And he didn't disappoint. He made some mistakes and I don't know where did, I don't know if those, you know, pass balls or wild pitches. They were pass balls, right? They're those because Carson Kelly yeah. looked like he was doing a good job of getting down on those. They were they were technically wild pitches, both of them, but Carson yeah, Kelly yeah. didn't do what he probably could have done. I think a lot of the times when a guy throws a wild pitch, you know, technically the blame goes on the pitcher, but a lot of the time the catcher really could have done a better job getting in front. And I think that yeah, was yeah. the case there. But he did do a good job. Of coming out and pitching, Carson Kelly. By the way, he did yes. Uh, Chris Melton says in our <laughs> comments, "You didn't love that filthy sixty-six mile per hour slider from Carson." And yes, I did. <laughs> but I also don't feel like if you're not doing a good job at your position, you should get to play another one. I don't know. That's just me. But uh, maybe moving him around was the smart thing to do. I have seen Tori Lavallo take a lot of criticism so far. What are your thoughts? Justified or not? Mm, yeah, I saw someone earlier say Bob Melvin is is uh, you know better, better than man, better man. than Tori Lavello in our yeah. in our comments. Which I mean, Bob Melvin is kind of a legend, so I think he's better than better than a lot of managers out there. But <laughs> right, right. I I honestly did have a bit of an issue with Carson Kelly coming out and pitching. It's the fourth game of the season. The Diamondbacks have an off day tomorrow, so there's no there's no argument that can be made here that they you know they they didn't have anyone who was able to pitch. Right. Um, out of right. the bullpen. They absolutely did. They have two extra pitchers right now. They have an off day tomorrow. You definitely could have used a reliever. I just think it sets a bad precedent for this team moving forward that, hey, we're rolling with our catcher on the mound in the fourth game of the season. 
And granted, I mean, you're down by nine runs and, and the Diamondbacks made a nice comeback, but they still weren't cutting into a nine run deficit in, in one inning. But um, yeah, I'm not so sure about that motion, unfortunately. Um, yeah, motion's <laughs> wondering if Carson Kelly could be the next Shohei Otani. I don't know if we're quite at that quite at that point, but no, I didn't I didn't like it, Derek. I, I really think the Diamondbacks should try to be competitive and really mean it early on in the season. And yeah, I mean, I do, it does feel like you're making a mountain out of a molehill a bit there, but you're right. Like it, it, it's only a mountain out of a molehill because Carson Kelly didn't give up any runs, right? But had he yeah. given up three yeah, more, he was fine. He was fine. I mean, he was one of the more effective relievers. At right, the right. Game. He really was. He really <laughs> was. But I'm just saying, if he would have given up three runs, then it's a completely different story. Right. Because it's all about the look of it. Like it's all about the optics of putting in a position the player perception of that. You're, exactly. you're waving the white flag essentially exactly. when your team yeah. was able to come up and put up more runs in the ninth. Once again, they've scored more runs in the ninth inning of this series than they have uh, the, the entire rest of the game. And yeah, it's, it's a bit frustrating because you, you see them still have that resolve, that ability to put up some runs and not just like one or two, they put up four runs. And honestly, that's a pretty decent amount of runs. Like if they, again, if they would have been able to hold this game a bit closer, that would have been more significant. Right. But also if Carson Kelly gives up three and makes it a 13 to one game, then you're just kind of like, ah, oh, dude, you just, you might as yeah. well not have even come out for the bottom of the ninth. You might as well just wrapped it up after eight, you know? Uh, yeah. But that's, that, that, that's, understandable criticism and i understand when people are angry i definitely do uh i myself jesse obviously uh i try to breathe i try to do some yoga i try to not let it bother me it's 162 game season so guys we have plenty of time to be angry uh but i will say <laughs> you gotta drink some water and take uh some athletic greens by the way i started taking athletic greens uh our partner here at phnx uh, because they became our partner, but also because I, as I've talked about before, I've had some issues uh, with my esophagus and, you know, just kind of having a heartburn a bit and things like that. And I can't tell you guys how much uh, better athletic greens has made me feel. Uh, I take it in the morning. Uh, I feel like I'm taking, actually taking care of myself with their 75 high quality vitamins, <laughs> minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptions, all that stuff. I'm not good at taking care of myself. So I need somebody to help me out. And athletic greens is that for me. It's my uh, tag team partner in making sure that I don't die sooner than I should. Uh, but athletic greens is a no brainer. Honestly, it supports better sleep quality and recovery, which is huge for me. Uh, I've been getting much better night's sleep. I don't know about you guys. I wake up every single day, just about at like four o'clock in the morning for absolutely no reason. And, it, uh, and I hate that. I can't stand that. So, uh, but yeah, it does. It does help me sleep better. It's got over 7,000 five-star reviews and more than anything, it costs you less than $3 a day. Plus you're investing in you, your health, your body, uh, you living a better life. So to make it easy, athletic greens is giving you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash diamondbacks. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash diamondbacks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And yes, that's insurance. Insurance runs. Uh, it's, it's insurance runs for your life, basically, much like the Padres tacked on against the Arizona Diamondbacks today because 
some of those runs were so unnecessary. Like we said, the the, the wild pitches from Corbin Martin. Like, yeah, that times, was so those... disheartening. Second and third, two outs, and then back to back wild pitches, and the yeah. hitter winds up popping out later in the inning. That was rough. And I mean, again, like the Padres, they did they did what they needed to do, right? But man, when we talk about the mistakes and how the mistakes piled up and compounded into this loss. It really is. I mean, again, we're going to beat this drum all year long because I'm sure it's going to continue to be Lavolo's motto and one of his mantras, but like the winning the inches stuff, they're not, they're not winning the inches. They're not making those critical plays that are the differences right now between wins and losses. No, they're not. Yeah. The diamondbacks have come out and, you know, not only did they get outplayed by the Padres in this series, but there was just mistake after mistake after mistake. And Particularly yesterday, um, the game yesterday, we talked a lot about all those different things that happened. Um, but yeah, in this game, it, it just seemed to continue with the wild pitches with Cattell Marte's error. Uh, I'm a little concerned about Cattell defensively, Derek. Uh, what we've seen from him at, him at a second base, it just seems like to. when the ball is hit hard his way, he just, I don't know, he just doesn't really seem to know what to do with it for for whatever reason. And I guess the good news there is it seems probably fixable it seems like his his mechanics of how he's moving laterally on on those types of plays are just is just not really working and maybe that's something that he can uh iron out and and get figured out before the season goes on but um but yeah certainly not a good sign for you know a guy the diamondbacks have have extended for uh for a number of years and hope to have around here for a long time brett johnson says that that's what happens when you force your second baseman to play center field for two years so frustrating man and yeah, I mean, again, I'll, I'll say be, that yeah. we know Cattell Marte is a talented guy, right? And we know yeah. he has also gone through some injuries, gone through some ups and downs in his young career already, had the that change to position. Look, we're, we have no choice but to give this team some more time to try to grow and, and be better because when when you compare it to the Padres, those guys over there have been doing their thing. They had their rough year yeah. last year, right? They're trying to bounce back too. To them, they had a 59 and 100 and freaking 50 loss season because of the expectations for that team last year and where they ended up finishing. So that team probably has a chip on their shoulder and they're also trying to perform at a high level, uh, very clean baseball with few mistakes. And they did against this team. To be yeah. honest, the one benefit or the one thing that you could see as a, as a crack in their armor was the Diamondbacks were able to get into their bullpen and do some damage several times. So if this team can be patient, take those long at bats, weather the storm of some of those really good starting p- pitchers when they face a team like the Padres, they they hopefully they've already seen what they can do once they go up because that that starting pitcher can't pitch 120 pitches. They're not going to get complete game shutouts, you know, no hit all the time. There's going to be a time where you can get into their their bullpen and and make some noise. They did it in this series, and uh, hopefully that builds confidence in them that they can do it. Cattell Marte, though, defensively, I mean, that's one of those things that they pointed out on the broadcast tonight about him, like, doing a little hop every time the balls hit at him in a certain direction. That's, like, yeah. just straight up bad, weird. bad mechanics. Yeah. It's it's bad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a reactionary thing. I don't know if that's something that he started doing in center field to get a good break on it, but it's not something that's working right now for him at second base. The mechanics of playing center field and the mechanics of playing second base are drastically different. So I think what Brett mentioned earlier about, 
you know, maybe this has something to do with the fact that Cattell has been playing center field for a couple of seasons now and hasn't gotten as much time at second base. You know, maybe maybe it'll take him a while to kind of get his yeah. infield instincts back. Um, but yeah, certainly something to, to watch moving forward. I wouldn't panic or anything about it just yet, but something to something to keep an eye on for sure. It, 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 it is another situation, though, Jesse, that starts to feel like, man, parts of this team, you know, once again, can get going and other parts can't. Right. They got themselves yeah. so far behind. And again, giving up four runs when you're up 10 to one is nothing to to the Padres. But that's still an impressive effort by the Diamondbacks to battle back that much. And I know I'm grasping at straws here for optimism, but I'm just saying, <laughs> again, like I, I, I thought the little offensive, you know, run that they had in the ninth was impressive, to be honest. And I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting them to roll over, yeah. accept this huge deficit, this huge loss, and just move on, try to flush it and forget it. They, they battled back. And most importantly, we got to see a, a wonderful moment, which if you're a fan of this team, that might be that those might be the things that you need to hang on to this season instead of really getting excited about a lot of wins and them doing well. You're good. the you're the one who said they were going to win 82 games oh, about three days ago, Derek. I'm a so fucking maniac, Jesse. But hey, <laughs> at least they proved me right that one day. But this goes back to Cooper Hummel <laughs> hitting uh, his first home run uh, in his first uh, his first hit as a major leaguer. That just doesn't get any cooler, man. I mean, it doesn't get any memorable, more cool. memorable than that. And uh, we we love Cooper around here. We were excited about him being a part of this team. Uh, unlike some of the other trades that a lot of people have talked about today, including the one that brought Caleb Smith here. I love Starling Marte. But uh, mm. with that being said, Cooper Hummel is our king of the game, our DraftKings king of the game for that home run that he got. We'll walk, three RBI, uh, great day. great, Just great opportunity for him to build here on this day this performance build that confidence and and hopefully we see him continue and see him see him do big things he's a good i think he has some potential um especially at the top of the lineup we've seen how patient he can be if he can just find a way to you know get good wood on the ball a little bit more frequently than he has so far uh yep. you know you could see him having you know a, a nice career he's able to play some some different positions defensively and uh, given the fact that he's as patient as he is, um, you know, it certainly makes the margin for air with his bat a little bit wider. So excited for excited for for him moving forward. And people are clamoring in our comments for Carson Kelly to get in the rotation. So, you know, that <laughs> uh, Mark Solaire says, wow, Derek, that's a great shirt. Where did you get it from? Mark, you know what you're doing, pal. You know where I got this shirt. <laughs> This is our brand new PH. Look at this bad boy. Ah, I love this shirt so much. It's and beautiful. It's, of course, super comfortable and amazing. And you can get it over at phnxlocker.com starting tomorrow, my friend. Starting tomorrow. And if you're not already a member, you can sign up to become a member at gophnx.com and get this shirt for free, motherfuckers. That's right. This shirt for free over at the phnxlocker.com. Also, while you're there, you know, you sign up, gophnx.com. Jesse's going to have some brand new writings tomorrow about this team. I don't know how uh, he, might, he might be a little angry. He might be a little yeah. salty. <laughs> you might want to check that out over at gophnx.com. Also, uh, if you haven't signed up uh, already, you'll get members-only discounts at the phnxlocker.com as well as join our members-only Discord where we're going to start a bingo game and give away sticker packs and T-shirts uh, in the members-only that Discord. A great, that's a how, great idea. That's how we're going <laughs> to spend this season uh, with, here at the PHNX Diamondbacks family. So sign up, join us. If you're not interested in the annual membership, you can get a month-to-month -month membership and you'll get your first month 
for just 50 cents. And also go over to our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up there, you can get down on the NBA play in action. Not only do you get, uh, not only can you bet $5 on any team to win, you will get 100 and $50 in free bets instantly. It doesn't matter who wins. You'll get that money just for betting $5 on any team to win in the NBA play-in tournament. DraftKings, of course, is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, all DraftKings Sportsbook customers can bet on NBA hoops with same-game parlays by combining multiple get bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you win. Plus, for each day of the play-in tournament, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Uh, by the way, you know who's not in the playoff playing game? The Phoenix Suns, because the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. I got to do a shortened version of that, but download the DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the playing tournament and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1 800 next step. Uh, New customers only, excuse me, new customers only. Um, they messed up. I, I don't have my thing here, Jesse, uh, but I know that <laughs> restrictions apply. Uh, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. I, the rest of my ad read is gone, but that's fine. You guys know what to do over at the DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook. Um, we thank you guys so much for joining us today to vent, to be in our comments. We love you guys so much. Uh, and yes, Josh, that that the idea about playing bingo in our uh, we do we do like the idea who is just a he's a well of good ideas he it's an endless well and we thank him for being uh, we thank you josh for being a part of our family but of course we thank you guys for checking out the show whether you're watching whether you're listening we thank you so much uh, you can follow us on twitter i'm at cap underscore caveman with a k jesse is at jesse and friedman our show is at phnx underscore dbacks but of course all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app please subscribe to us there leave us a five-star review if you feel we deserve it we thank you so much for listening if you are watching right now on youtube please uh, go, go over and subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel sign up for notifications that way you don't miss any of the content coming out from the phnx sports team we got some talented folks over here and you can read their stuff over at gophnx.com and watch their stuff over at that channel again Sigh of, sigh, sigh of disappointment, sigh of sigh relief of that the Padres are, are moving on. We have an Finally off day tomorrow, <laughs> but we'll still be here. We'll be here talking and previewing the Astros series tomorrow on another live episode, not to mention the fact that we will be once again doing a Mailbag Monday episode live. So we hope you guys join us for that. We thank you again for checking out the show. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it.